Good morning. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to Living in the Moment. We are so excited you've chosen to click on our little caribou head today. We are joined by Lamora this week. Lamora is a moment maker with our Magic Bubbles team, and she is just pure light. Celebrate Your Journey has been one of my favorite things to do because I come across so many similarities with fellow moment makers that I don't learn of through just doing our jobs. Today, we talk about the impact that we have as moment makers, how important language is in setting you apart from others, and how being a valued member of a team is truly the biggest motivator. My cheeks hurt from smiling after this one. I hope you all enjoy. Let's celebrate Lamora's journey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? How's your day going? It's great. No complaints at all. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Is yeah. the world of, of magic bubbles busy today? Uh, no, it's pretty quiet today, actually. That's yeah. good. And we're almost oh. at the end of the week, which is a nice bonus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that tends to be the trend at the beginning of the week. It's like this influx of calls and emails and stuff, and it starts to taper a little bit, right? Yeah, for sure. So we're here to talk about you. We've met a couple of times, but I don't know you all that well. So I'm excited to, to learn some more. Um, <laughs> so far, all I really know is that you're a really big family gal. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love that already. Um, let's dive into some more. But I want to start with just a bit about your story, um, where what you've done up until now, everything that's led you to TLS and how we have had you join us. Okay, yeah, for sure. So, um, so how far back would you like me to go? <laughs> I've been working since I was like 14. <laughs> go for it. And anything, share it all. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I started, uh, I started working when I was 14. And um, <clears throat> right from the get go, I just kind of, uh, I bounced around a lot because I was eager for experience and, and growth and all that. But everything I did was pretty much customer service based in one way, shape or another uh, customer service retail. It's it's all the same. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a lot of that and I gained a lot of experience. I ended up, um, you know, working at uh, the Bank of Montreal. That was like my last um you know, job experience, if you want to say job before um, I started to venture out onto some self-employment endeavors. So yeah, like when I, when I was at the bank and, you know, you're, you're there thinking like you're climbing your whole life and gaining all this experience to get this position that you think is going to make you, you know, so happy and, oh, you know, I'm going to go corporate and it's going to be so good. And I hated it. Like (laughs) I hated it so much. I dreaded my days. It was just awful. And um, (laughs) shortly after that, uh, I actually decided to go to school for something that I was interested in, which was um, uh, aesthetics and spa management. Oh, so that was, yeah. So that was a two year 
course at Humber. And um, so we went over all the practical things that, you know, was learned. So in terms of, um, you know, facials and, but also the medical stuff like laser and microdermabrasion, but also because it was part of the business school, they really set you up with a lot of business knowledge as well. So running your own business and, and all of that good stuff. And um, I definitely took that with me and um, I started to do lashes um, for myself. And, and, and that was really fun. I really enjoyed building that business. Uh, but my eyesight, unfortunately, started to go. So <laughs> I, was say, I should probably come and visit you. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was it was wonderful. And all that I had learned from, um, you know, I, I had already had all the customer service experience. And then everything I learned from like the marketing and stuff for school helped me, you know, build and promote my brand really well. Um, I still have, I haven't done lashes in maybe three or to, no, four years, I'll say, and I still get calls for lashes. So <laughs> it, it was, it was, uh, it was good. And it was, um, I mean, there's definitely like a need for it, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't afford my eyesight. Uh, I had perfect eyesight up until then. So <laughs> oh, no. I was upset, right? Um, but then the very last thing that I had done before TLS, and this was um, leading up until when COVID had started, right? The whole pandemic, um, myself and my husband. So it was like a family thing. We had uh, launched um, a cookie business and they weren't regular cookies. <laughs> Is that- it's like from one end to the other. <laughs> out of nowhere right well you know what that one was really based out of um, our own journey for health that we were going through at the time my husband and myself right Um, we needed to lose the weight we were having all these ailments happening in our body and you know as a chronic pain sufferer myself um, it's like you know you need to do something right and I had, uh, we started to do the keto thing. I'm sure you're familiar with keto. Everybody knows about keto, right? Yeah. One (laughs) one of those famous words nowadays. Yeah. (laughs) So we did it and we lost, uh, we were, we were losing weight and stuff, but we were both such big, like sweet tooth people, myself and my husband. So we needed something to replace that. And it was like, recipe after recipe and just trying different formulations of things I had come out come up with this cookie that was just like a cookie because cookies are my thing okay I'm like literally the cookie monster so I (laughs) I needed uh something that was going to replicate what I was used to I wasn't going to settle for something where it's like you have to eat it and you have to use your imagination. No, I don't want to do that. I want it to taste like a cookie, you know? Um, So we had come out with these cookies that were just life-changing. Like my husband and I were eating these cookies every day, doing our keto and we lost like 70 pounds just replacing, you know, all of our sweet stuff. And then the cookies branched out into other treats and all that. And we just decided to share it with people. So many people needed help in this in this uh, market of keto and we were having great success. So it was really came out of a place of just wanting to help share that, you know? And um, so we had a lot of success with that and that was super, super fun. And it was a family thing. And, you know, we'd be in the commercial kitchen and we'd have like my mom, my brother, my daughter, 
you know, everybody hands on, you know, it was just a really great family experience. And um, we had so much fun out at like farmers markets and things like that, growing the business. And the feedback was so overwhelming. Like people loved our stuff, but you know, like a lot of other businesses, when the whole pandemic thing hit, it, it, it was impactful, you know? So we couldn't continue because we were just starting. We were just gaining that footing. And uh, yeah, we just couldn't continue. And, um, you know, when it came time to looking for another job, I knew that like, I could never go back to like, let's say corporate world and things like that. Like you could not pay me, you literally could not pay me <laughs> to go back, <laughs> to go back to that. Um, and so when I was looking for uh, a customer service job uh, with all the experience that I have, um, I came across TLS, and uh, one thing that surprised me was actually the positive reviews from people that have worked there, <laughs> because normally, you, you, like nowadays, you can see reviews of employees, and for most companies, they're not that nice, like <laughs> the employee reviews, but, you know, I was surprised TLS had this positive um, reviews, like people said they really enjoyed their time. And, you know, it was a great place to work. So I, I had applied. And of course, that's what, you know, led me here. And I remember one of the really impactful things that um, the lady said who did my interview. Oh, my goodness, Alicia, what's her name? Val? Val, thank you. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> One of the really impactful things that she said to me in that interview was like, she had actually done the same. She had started with TLS and ventured out into the whole corporate thing and she had come back. And what she likes to say is that she's home, like she calls this her home. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like there's not too many, you don't hear that type of a description of a workplace home, you know what I mean? And I yeah. found that really impactful. And, and so, you know, I, I joined on um, and it's just been nothing but positive. It's nothing but positive since like every step of the way I've just truly enjoyed and um, really, really love being part of TLS. It's, it's really, there's a culture here like no other. <laughs> Even the fact that we're sitting here doing this, there's no company I know that celebrates people to this extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. I think it's really, it's really great that you say that too, because even just at the culture side, like the words that we use, um, mm -hmm. and the language that we, that is just natural to us, like TLS family, our team, yes. um, it yes. is a home, like genuine care. It's these, it's these words that we use that do make us different from that. Just, I don't want to say average, but like a yeah. typical or traditional company. Exactly. Um, yeah. That, that definitely does make it that home and that place to be pretty much and belong. Exactly, exactly. Even even how they say um, connecting voices and being a moment maker instead of just a customer service representative, like the words are just so impactful and meaningful. And, you know, the company really stands behind that. It, that's what I actually also love is that it's not just words. Yeah. No, it's practice. It's action. It's action. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, so that is what has, that has been my, <laughs> what, what has led me to, to here. And I'm just very, very grateful to be part of uh, the TLS team for sure. And we're super happy to have you. I hear nothing but great things.
Uh, we don't oh. get to work together closely, but <laughs> I, uh, I hear little rumblings. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good sign, right? <laughs> yes. I think we'll, we'll keep you around for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious with, um, with on the lashes side, this whole eyesight thing, cause I have, I keep saying I'm blind as a bat. I have what I would consider to be the world's worst eyesight. So how does like, can contacts not help it or anything like that? Like, do you need to have perfect vision? You know what? It's just, if I, okay. When I was doing the lashes, like the process of applying them, you need to look through a magnifying glass. So I can see if I'm looking through the magnifying glass, the problem ended up becoming when I'm not looking through a magnifying glass and I'm looking at something close, um, like close range, I can't see it anymore. Like my phone and things like that. Like I need to have my glasses to see it. So it started to affect just my overall, like, I don't know what you call short range. Like I can see far just fine. I actually have to take my glasses off to look like to see regular far, but it's just the close-up stuff. So because my eyes got so dependent on looking through that magnifying glass, it's like whenever I wasn't looking through it, I can't see what's in front of me anymore. (laughs) That makes sense. It's like canceling each other out pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I was like, no. And even the lady who had trained me, um, she had said like, oh man, she's like, my eyesight is terrible, but I can't stop doing it. The money is just too good. (laughs) Do her clients call her four years later? (laughs) Exactly, right? (laughs) Um, And and on the cookie side, are you selling the recipe? Because now I'm extra curious. (laughs) like make a batch of stuff and just send it out to everybody because I've had a few people inquire about it um I have uh I have some I have some interest in in possibly you know reproducing the business but in um America actually I have a, a close contact there that you know is interested in bringing it there so and then and then if it goes well bringing it you know back here So we'll see what happens. You know, the door is still open with that. We still have, again, we haven't made our our product for um, a couple of years and we still have people messaging us and stuff, uh, asking for the cookies and stuff. So, you know, you never know what happens, right? (laughs) Well, if, if America does happen, hit me up. I've got my own contacts there too. I'll be buying stock. (laughs) Okay. I will definitely uh, keep you in the loop for sure. (laughs) How would you say they compare to Oreos? Cause that's my kryptonite. Oh (laughs) no, they're, they're, they're definitely more of a replica of like a soft baked cookie. So, so you've got your, yeah. So you've got like your chocolate chip, your double fudge snickerdoodle. Um, and then we had like a lemon poppy seed shortbread and they were just all and, and gingerbread too, uh, which we would bring out seasonally. And they were all more of like on the soft bake side and, and they were just there to die for like, they're so oh good God. and they're sugar free, literally one carb per cookie. What cookie can you eat that only has one carb in it? so like you know they were just to die for I mean I've tried the different things like like an Atkins snack sort of thing but you can taste that it's diet 
that was the thing, right? So we actually used to market ours by saying kid approved because our kids ah! used to like love them. So you know if a kid likes it, you're good, right? <laughs> yes, yes. The kid wants more, you're you're uh, you're in. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I could compare okay. I uh I asked my friend this the other day and he looked at me like I was insane. Do you remember melting moments? Like the cookie melting moments. Oh my gosh, that does sound familiar. Melting it was moments. sort of like a um oh my god, not Miss Vicky's. What's the Miss Fields? It was like Fields. a Mrs. Fields cookie, but like you put it in the microwave, they were made to be put in the microwave for like 15 seconds and then they basically just melted in your mouth but that's what that made me think of with being a oh wow there there was a purpose to it but I'm like I'm I'm starting to think that melting moments is one of those things that was that you could swear was in the zeitgeist but just never existed yeah yeah (laughs) I know I know that's so true yeah, I have like a vague memory. I want to say I have a very vague memory, but I'm not 100% sure if I've ever even had one. But the, the concept sick. sounds familiar. <laughs> that was like my after school snack every day. I have very, nice. I have very vivid memories. So if they didn't exist, I've got years not of therapy down the road, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> sure, for sure. <laughs> I digress. Oh my <laughs> I don't even so, want to get into that whole thing because that whole thing weirds me out. The things that they, <laughs> they tell us didn't exist. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I I went down the rabbit hole because I'm, I mean, now we're going to get controversial, but I'm, I'm not convinced we're in a simulation, but I wouldn't be surprised if we were in a simulation. <laughs> and, right. and I went down the rabbit hole of like the different things that could make you believe you were. And the fact that, um, is it Shazam, the movie? with Sinbad that one, never existed I, and I'm like no like, I remember what do you mean? I watched it like <laughs> that one messed messed me up really badly actually <laughs> or it's um the Berenstain Bears the Berenstain no. Bears I was like no or double stuff Oreos have one F full stuff yeah 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 I'm seeing that one yeah no no that whole thing really trips me out honestly yeah it's uh <laughs> It's not easy to accept. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my. Uh, so within TLS, you've been with us for five um, since November. So I guess it's about five months now. Wow. Yeah. So you're like an old vet. You're you're here for good. Um, but <laughs> thinking about so far your your development your successes um what would you say is the biggest contributor to that success is it your your drive for entrepreneurship or is it your love for customer service like just what motivates you Mm, right um i definitely think that I definitely think that it's it's the passion that I have um, for for people and connecting with people. Um, that's always really been my thing. And you know, the fact that TLS actually allows you to connect with people, I love that. I think I had mentioned that in my interview. Was like when I was working at the bank, it was just this heartless thing, and I felt it like weighing on me every day. You know. And um, as opposed to being here, just knowing that 
it's actually encouraged, <laughs> you know, like that's what the company actually wants from you, um, which, which is what comes to me naturally is like enjoying that connection with people. Um, I think that really motivates me. That's what makes me happy to come to work every day. And, you know, and just, of course, being a part of an incredible team and being surrounded by so much positivity. I just love it. <laughs> For sure. Now, I was mm-hmm. talking to uh, Francis with Serta Pro last week, and she was just saying the same thing is that it's so nice to because she had previously worked at Tim Hortons and Tim Hortons is like that fast pace. Like you have a target of get them, get in, get out basically. Um, And everything is just, it's, you have a script, but it's so short because you, you want to be acting that quickly. Um, And it's nice to be in that place where if, if you have that opportunity to engage, engage. And if it takes an extra five minutes, but you have made that person's day, do it. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. And that that's what I really enjoy, right? Because like, again, going back to BMO, I think, you know, you weren't supposed to be on a call for longer than two or three minutes. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, by the time you say hello, and how is your day? The call is over. Like, you know, right? Like, Meanwhile, like, it's so funny, you mentioned that too, because if I ever call my <laughs> bank, or you call like any kind of contact center, I can tell, like, yeah. you, you can almost tell they they are not trained to engage. They are not trained to have to be that personable. They are trained to provide the service and take and a number and, and yeah, yeah, and move on. And it's like, I, there's just so many awkward moments where I'm trying to engage and they're just having none of it. They're <laughs> just shutting you down protocol. at every, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly because all they can think about is like oh man my handling time is through the roof you know get off of my line like you know yeah. that's, that's like how you end up feeling you know so it's just not a nice I, I didn't enjoy it. and that's why I say you know you literally could not pay me to go back to that there's just no way <laughs> <laughs> no rules for Lamora <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so on that then what is Outside of a job title or a job description, what is being a moment maker to you? Uh, Outside of a job description, I would just say that being a moment maker means you have the ability to connect with someone and make a difference like in their day in that moment just to really be able to connect with someone as a person and not just a voice, not just, you know, a task that you're being given and in that moment, but just on a personal level, like, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're all people, we're all going through things. And I feel like that's what being a moment maker is about is just that opportunity to impact somebody, you know, and, and like, I've literally had a call um, here where the lady had said to me, you are the best thing that has happened to me today. How can you exchange that in, in, how how can you exchange that in any type of dollar amount? You can't like the way that that made me feel, I was just, oh my goodness. It was incredible. And I, I really, really enjoy that. And I really, I really feel like that's what being a moment maker is, is about. I could not agree more. And I, I would say that like from day one of someone, not even just being a moment maker, but just um, being in this kind of an industry is like, 
it's going to be hard. You're going to have some tough days. Training is going to be a lot of information. Like there's, there's a ton of arguable cons to this, but that moment that you literally can make changes everything. And like you said, it's the most priceless thing that it just makes any bad moment, any sad day worth it. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I think that there's, um, there's always going to be challenges in, in anything that you're doing. And there's always usually a learning curve to, to almost anything. Um, but definitely once you get past that, the, the reward, you know, that, that, that yeah. you, you have potential to, to get from that type of interaction is just invaluable for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you work with magic bubbles, which is one of our more, um, how do I say this? Like upbeat brands <laughs> in terms of restoration, it's hard to be upbeat. Um, but <laughs> what with the with the ability to like to be so um, excited and and positive on every single phone call, what excites you to come to work? And because um, we've kind of touched on that being the people, but most importantly, what keeps you going? Because it's kind of like a battery if you're that um, positive or that like on all the time mm-hmm. for an eight hour shift, it's easy to drain. So mm-hmm. how do you keep it steady? That's a really, really great question. I think what keeps me going is the fact that a, um, <clears throat> I really feel like a valued part of the team. So I really feel like, you know, my performance matters. I feel like I can't really afford to drop the ball in that sense because like, you know, we're a team of like what, maybe eight people. So we're always kind of communicating about different situations and things that are happening. So I'm always doing my best and trying to make sure that I always do my part too, because I know that it might impact one of my teammates as well. One of my, my coworkers, right? So there's that aspect. And then from the other aspect um, as well as just, you know, what keeps me going is just knowing that um, I just have a, a responsibility to treat every customer that calls like they're the first customer of the day, you know, just that that fresh face um, so that they don't know if I've had a bad call. They don't know how many hours I've worked. They don't know how tired I am, you know, um, just that. They just, I know that the customer has a right to that when, when I pick up the phone. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've heard, I don't think I've heard that answer. And that's, I really like that you said that because yeah. And it kind of goes hand in hand with, we don't know what the other side of the phone is going through. We don't know who it is. Like anything could happen. And yeah, they like, you could have been the first person that they've spoken to all day. And like, Mm -hmm. that's their that's their moment for social interaction and, and the fact exactly. that you hold that power 100%. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. That's really, I like that. That stuck out to me. I feel like I'm going to quote <laughs> that. <laughs> Put it on the t-shirt for the new swag, uh, the new swag that's coming out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, customer has the right to be the first call of the day. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll have to find the catchy shortened to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make it shortened and catchy, and we're good. <laughs> I'm gonna workshop that. Um, who would you say are three people that have inspired you the most or influenced you the most, and what are the lessons that they've taught you? That's another. And if it helps, I've I've heard even like upwards of ten people. So if you can't stick to three, that's fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I would say there are there are a few. There's definitely a good few. And for me, because I am so family oriented, I mean, I have to put my family in that spot. My husband, um, my my children. Um, I'll, I'll even put in like uh, my pastor as well. Um, then I've got another really close friend. Uh, her name is Francine. And she's just been really inspiring because we share a very common past in our personal life. Um, being both survivors of domestic violence, we've kind of pulled a lot on, on each other's stories and strength. And that can be a really powerful thing for healing. So she's definitely been... Um, an influential person. My husband, he's definitely like my, my rock and, and the person that I lean on and um, <clears throat> just growing with him through this journey the last 10 years um, since I have left that relationship. So he's been a really important part of that for me. Um, my pastor as well, just being that uh, who's the lady as well. She's just been a really incredible source of uh, strength and uh, encouragement as well. Um, and then my kids, my kids, uh, I wouldn't be able to exclude them because <clears throat> they have, I find that children cause you to grow like nothing else. They've taught me so much about myself. Uh, they've taught me so much about, you know, being intentional and, and just aware of other people's feelings and stuff, you know, <sighs> just have really, really helped me grow into a better person. So for, for all of those people in my life, I'm very, very blessed. And I'm very, very grateful um, for all of them. Wow. Well, first off, thank you for, for sharing. Um, personally, I've been through probably not the same, but a similar ish experience. So mm -hmm. um I can understand. And, and like I said, thank you. And I'm glad that you've come out stronger um, and you only continue to grow stronger. So awesome. thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, try not to cry, try not to cry. <laughs> oh, breathe. It wouldn't be the first time. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, we've had several, several tears on this podcast. Um, so what would you say is your biggest success so far and also your biggest learning opportunity, your, your rose and thorns, so to speak? Now, would that be like, you know, in the personal side of things or would that be career side of things? It can anything. be anything. You could do oh, four and do both. <laughs> that is a wide open question. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's see. I'll again say I will again refer to 
motherhood as definitely having the rose and some thorns. Um, <laughs> you know, when when you first become a mother, uh, you're so optimistic and, and, you know, you're hoping that you do everything right. And then, you know, you get those reality checks and it's like, oh, my God, I know nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, I know absolutely nothing. And every time I think I'm doing the right thing, I'm somehow messing up again. Like it's a very, you know, humbling experience uh, for sure being responsible for these little people that are looking to you to be their everything, their role model, their, you know, um, all of that. So uh, I would definitely say being a mother is the rose and the thorns. And of course, the beautiful part of that rose being how much, like I said, that it's been a, a pleasure to watch my children grow into individual people and that's a beautiful thing. And as well as how much um, I've learned from them too. You know, there, there's an exchange happening there. And as they're growing, I'm growing. And it's just, it's been really, really blessed, but it does not come without its challenges. <laughs> that is for yes. sure. <laughs> I, um, I nod as if I know, but I mean, I'm just a dog mom. So <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, so yeah, so I would say on the personal side that that's one, um, I have one in the other area. Hey, you know what, even taking away from that experience at, um, the bank of Montreal, I will say that was a turning point in my life. So I could apply the rose and the thorns thing to that as well, because it really was when I was shook out of like, I can't do this. Like I need to make a life change like now, <laughs> you know, um, it taught me a lot about what I didn't want actually, because, you know, I thought I had wanted this thing and it looked good and it looked appealing and oh, all this opportunity to climb this corporate ladder and, you know, and, um, it was like, bam, like somebody hit me in my face when I, when I was working there, just life hit me in my face was like, okay, I'm, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> this is not actually for me. Like, you know, so it was yeah. like an awakening that had happened at that time. It was like an awakening. And I just knew that like, okay, I had to make a change and I had to do it now. So it kind of really helped redirect my life in a way. You know, right. It was it was a big turning point for sure. So I, I would say that that rose and thorn thing applied there, too. Well, for sure. And that's that's an interesting way to look at it, too. It's kind of like a half glass full. Oh my gosh. Glass half full glass, half empty. Oh, exactly. <laughs> um, because like when you think about things that you experience or things that you don't experience, someone some could argue that you might not know what you want because you haven't experienced it, but you can very well tell what you don't want based exactly. on what you've experienced. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You exactly exposure to something negative can very well be as powerful, you know, to show you that, okay, no, yeah, this is what I don't want. So I'm just going to go in the complete opposite direction. Yeah. And know? that's how you learn about who you are. Exactly. Exactly. So true. So, so true. Sure. Um, couple more questions for you. And then I'm, then I do have to let you go, but 
What's one piece of advice that you would give to a new moment maker, someone who has never been in this industry um, or never worked on the phones and customer service? Um, what would your one piece of advice be? Hmm. Also another good one. Um, <clears throat> I think that my piece of advice would be, and, and just to touch on what we had mentioned earlier, was that, you know, um, not to be discouraged because there's always a learning curve to anything. Um, and if you can make it through that initial part there, and if you can be, of course, too humble enough to take any, um, you know, constructive criticism or when someone tries to teach you something to make sure that, you know, you can actually be even better if you can, if you can take that and, and, and hear feedback and, and, and all that stuff and grow from it. Um, I think that it's definitely a rewarding place to be. Um, and if you don't look at it as a job, that's the other thing too, you know, if as long as you're not looking at it as a job and you're looking at it as an opportunity to help others or to serve others, connect with people, you know, you're going to do great. And, and just being intentional in that moment with that customer, every phone call, um, you know, not looking past that moment, not looking like what time is my break or I have this to do or I have that to do, but just actually being focused on that moment that you're in with that person and trying your best to connect with that person, I think that, you know, you're going to do great if you can do that. <laughs> yes. And I think that uh, you're officially a contender to be my co-host because that's a perfect segue into <laughs> my <laughs> last question <laughs> of what do you do uh, both professionally and personally to try and live in the moment and, and be that present. Right, exactly. So um, that that's a lot of what I have learned in, in my experience, um, both professionally and personally. And it's something that I work on each day, um, just trying to remain intentional about Everything that I say, everything that I do, you know, um, just trying to make sure that I live intentionally, um, watching my actions, watching my words, um, because everything has an impact, you know, everything, everything sends out uh, something and um, there's either positive or negative things that are going to come back from that. So just trying to be intentional about, you know, making the right decisions, um, you know, and whether that be how I interact with people or what it is I do for people, uh, just trying to have that self-awareness, you know, I, I try to really focus on that every day. That's amazing. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's that's another t-shirt, maybe not for a swag store, but everything <laughs> has an impact. That's the, uh, right? yeah. Right. That's a t-shirt. That's a mug. That's a mask. <laughs> Maybe I should uh, start my own online story with all these. Uh, <laughs> with all these Whoa, things. now we don't, we don't need any competition. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> but I may be tapping you for some ideas. So yeah, yeah. I'm definitely wide open. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> wow. Oh, my cheeks hurt. Whew. 
Yeah, I know, right? We've done a lot of laughing and smiling. And <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's great for working out, so that's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really work the abs today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's 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 been an awesome experience. I'm so grateful that you asked me to come on. And again, like you know, I know no other company that that celebrates people the way TLS does. Like, who does this? I I don't know anybody, any other company that does this. So it's just so like, so refreshing. And, you know, it goes really, really, really far with your employees and how they feel. And, you know, when you're, when you're making your employees feel valued and important, that's something that they then can actually pass on to the people that they're speaking with on the phone, you know? So, yes, you know, it's making a difference for sure. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad. And thank you so much for not only saying yes, but spending uh, this time with me. I really appreciate it. And it's been amazing to get to know you. And um, I hope someday I do get to try these soft baked cookies because <laughs> my mouth is watering. It's watering. <laughs> I know I'm going to have to like start collecting addresses and shipping cookies out. Cause I, <laughs> I've had a few people uh, say yeah. like, no, we need these. <laughs> I will be at whatever address you need me to be. <laughs> I will do pickup. I don't know where you live. I will pick up. <laughs> it might be a far way. I'm in Brampton, so. It's fine. <laughs> Road trip. trip. Make a day out of it. Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much. I will I'll let you get back to your day. Um, right. And we'll talk soon. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. I told you it was a great one. I absolutely do hope I get to try a cookie soon. I love how much I get to learn through this series. I love how many unique paths there are for people before TLS. And I love how TLS has become this part of their adventure that they feel passionate about, that they feel included, and just part of our family. Thank you so much for listening. This is our 24th episode. Can you believe it? I would say it's about time that you go and remind your friends and family again to subscribe. We've got some great topics coming soon. Enjoy the rest of your week and we will see you next Monday. Sometimes you need someone there for support. Sometimes-